Masanda Beta on Sound Awake, Monday to Friday, 3 to 5 a.m. Let's get into our wellness corner now, talking the effects of diet culture on mental health. Diet culture, diet culture, diet culture. It's everywhere. It's every corner. Magazines and grocery stores, checkout lines. They promise a weekly weight loss, five programs. If you think, uh, if you drink kale and spinach smoothies, you'll be fine. Suddenly, everyone on social media as well, being self-certified personal trainers and dietitians. So, though the beach bodies are made in December, trends make up only a fraction of our damaging diet culture. And it's important for us to understand the impact society has on how we think about size as a form of desirability and food, which affects our sense of self-wealth. Um, self-worth rather. Uh, joining us is Melissa Lane, Integrative Nutrition Coach, our friend on the show. Thank you, Melissa, for joining us. How are you today? Good morning. I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you so much. Oh, this summer body and this winter body and this whatever body <laughs> that we just want this body. Uh, what do we do? Where does it start uh, when it comes to now the healthier way of doing this and making sure that our mental health is also on par? Look, I I have not seen anything take its toll more on people's mental health um, when it comes to their wellness than diet culture. So anything that focuses more on your size, your weight, or your shape than holistic well-being is diet culture. So that's quite broad, and Mm -hmm. it seeps into every single area of our life. So the main thing that that I've noticed is diet culture disconnects you from your body and it makes you obsessed about you and something like your body that is allowed to actually change through the years. So it's a multi-billion dollar industry that has been built on people's insecurities and we as the consumer keep perpetuating that. So we can blame the companies for kind of starting the whole thing. But we as a consumer, everyday people in their houses, at their workplace, we keep up with this whole trend, thinking that our worth is tied to our weight, our size, and our shape. And it's, it's quite a phenomenon. Because diets don't last. We know this. They don't work. They don't last. So, But no. we still you know, inject our money and energy and time into thinking that they will why are we like this how do we change this mentality we're tribal creatures so we always want to fit in with a group that's just how we are made and there's nothing wrong with that it's it's the collective society that has started to focus in on things that are not really as important as the big things that we actually need to sort out so as i said before a lot of people make a lot of money from our insecurities secondly We have been taught since a very young age that to get a partner, in in the case of women, you need to look a certain way if you want to get a good partner because that's the only way that you'll survive. Well, that has changed. Women are liberated now. We have more choices. We don't just need to get a partner to be able to have a household and to be able to have money. So there are these small things that have creeped in in our everyday lives and then social media, the internet, all of those things, we see more people. And we have this thing in our minds where if we see the the kind of alpha, which is a funny way of putting it, but the kind of alpha in a group, we want to mirror that. And so if people say, this is how you should look, that is how big your bum should be, that is how uh, glowing your skin should be, we try and emulate that because we're creatures that just mirror the alpha in a group. Yeah. 
But, I mean, food is fuel, and we need it. Uh, we need to have that in our bodies. When we feel hungry, we need to eat. So how do we make peace with food? When it comes to making peace with food, you need to dig a bit deeper and see why you are so afraid to not let your body change throughout the years. The body you have now and the body I have now, it's not the same body we had as toddlers. And it's not not the same body we had as a teenager. And as we grow and develop in life, our body will change depending on what we do, the amount of time we have, whether we've become a parent or not. So firstly, allow your body to change. And that's a mentality that people don't grasp. I have so many clients who still want to look like they did when they were 16, but they're in their 50s. Who said that should happen? That's a strange concept. And then why are we so afraid to look different than society deems acceptable? Because if you start focusing more on your health than your size, your weight, and your shape, you will start making peace with food because it will be a factor in your life. It won't be an obsession. Yeah. Goodness. I mean, the the thing for me that I struggle with is the shape, eh? Why does yes. the shape have to change uh, after 35? <laughs> I, I think so because we, everything changes. Yeah, change yeah. is the only constant on this planet that we are a part of. And if we look at nature, we allow nature to change. The moon goes through phases every day. The sun goes up and the sun goes down. Trees change. Flowers change. We are the only creature that says, no, but we should stay the same because Mm. it makes us feel comfortable. It gives us power. It gives us control. And it makes us feel worthy. But it's got nothing to do with the food or the shape of our body. It's got to do with our psyche, what is going on in our mental health. And that's where you need to look at when it comes to diet culture, disordered eating, because it takes its toll on a person. You're so much more than your body. Mm. You have so much more to think about and offer the world. And now you're obsessing about food and the shape. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I get you there. Talking of diet culture then, we, we, we know that there's always the sort of uh, side eyes you get if you're going for that extra slice of cake or even cake and (laughs) you make to feel bad about that. How do we challenge the so-called food police? Those will give us the side eyes or even ourselves can be food police to to, you know, ourselves. Absolutely. I think setting up boundaries. Mm. Um, I think when you start connecting more with your body, if you start learning about diet culture, where it creeps in and you make an active decision to not participate, Don't participate in drinking the detox teas. Don't participate in um, having those diet lollies and fat-burning things that don't work and just mess up your natural metabolism. You don't need to decline after 35. Your body can still thrive and it can still look and function amazingly well. So don't participate in those things. Don't buy it. And then next up, when it comes to, say, your friends and family and things, Just set up boundaries. I know I grew up in a culture where women would get smaller portions than men because we were trained as a youngster that we need less than men and we have to eat smaller portions because you have to be small and that is acceptable for someday finding a man, partner, whatever. And I started challenging that. I want to to eat until I'm satisfied. I'm not going to overeat. But I want to eat until I'm satisfied. And it's very difficult to start setting those boundaries with friends and family, and especially in your own mind. But always aim for health. Is this going to serve my body for the purpose I have today? Not just comfort eating, not just eating 
like eating because it's lacquer, but actually looking at, am I satisfied? Do I really want more or am I just eating because it's here? Am I just eating because I'm bored? Am I just eating because I'm feeling lonely or angry or anxious? Really just getting back in tune with your body will help when it comes to food policing. Yeah. And then movement, uh, exercising, how we can make sure that our workouts are not such, you know, rigorous things that scare us, but they actually mm. fun. Yes. And I always say start with just moving more. I don't think 500, 1,000 years ago we had gyms. Um, we didn't. We just moved more. We were outside more. We walked around more. We played more. We did more physical activity. So what I always suggest to my clients is if you don't like going to the gym and having these 20-minute, 20 20-minute 20 workouts, I understand. 